0: A woman calling sports is shrill, and she's never played the game professionally. It's Anybody? I don't know. What's a Huey Lewis?
1: Steve <sighs> part of the Blue Brothers? Is that what that is? And Dawn. Whatever.
0: I don't even care
2: at this point. America, just because I want to say America. Mm. I'm
1: in
0: America. The Rob, Anybody, Anybody. and Dawn show. We will start with this email, rad at radradio.com. Came in last night from Eric. Hey, Eric. Subject line is the King's slogan, light the Bean. That's right, light
1: like the damn bean, finally.
0: Right sin, that was one of the best games in a while, referring to last night's come-from-behind win uh, against the uh, defending champ, Denver Nuggets. Uh, then Eric goes on to say, savor it, my friends, because as for me, I'm a Boston Celtics fan, and it would be a great pleasure. To yeah. see Sacramento in the finals, so we could stick it to Sac Town.
1: Oh, champ!
2: Sports smack talk. <laughs> you there. guys have yeah.
0: enough championships. Back off. Let's get one. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know. I. I. Why does he need to make more money? Right. You know,
2: you got enough money. Yeah. You Creedy know what
0: they d- Sorry. No,
2: no, no. You know what they don't have is a beam. That's right. No, they
0: don't. No, they just have all of those banners. In, the, uh, in uh, the, the garden. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll talk about the uh, the uh, the Kings game on the uh, mix Picks show, the uh, sports okay. show that Steve Migelson and I do uh, every morning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV, on the members site, at members.radradio.com, the Rad Radio app, and in uh, Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 a.m. It's the best thing that's happened to Dawn uh, this year, is the daily sports show, which allows me to... <laughs> not dive too deep into oh, things like a yes. Kings game. It's a big game. Uh, Kings needed to stay a game ahead of the Lakers. I'm not diving in. Okay, uh, ahead of the surging <laughs> Warriors. Uh, and and the, this is the last game before the All-Star break, so they can hopefully play a great second half. Ooh,
2: ooh, ooh, save it. it. So you're get, you're so, getting too far in. We
0: will, uh, we will talk about that. We'll talk, oh, and we'll talk, too, about, uh, again, I'm not getting into it, about, uh, again, <laughs> Darren De- Fox, people were really rolling him until uh, last night and the night before because he wasn't scoring, but now he's had two great games. Oh, that's so, a player. Well,
2: okay.
0: Well, see, there's the problem. You you know about the beam, but you don't know Darren Fox's name. He's the best player on the team. I mean, it's is. the
2: beam that allows Darren Fox to even be able to play well. Uh,
0: we will uh, also uh, talk about uh, the, the Niners who uh, yesterday, they lost one coach and fired another one. And there's a lot of questions about, why and who and how and oh and another great look too this just doesn't age well there's nothing wrong with smack talk as long as you back it up and uh nfl microphones caught the niners players during the super bowl uh smack talking patrick mahomes about what a regular quarterback he is and how he's not very good to each other uh but the problem with that is that then patrick mahomes Oof. did what patrick mahomes does yeah. no problem nothing wrong with saying things like that sure. to, to your teammates to riley then you gotta stop them you, you can't let them roll down the field in overtime and crush your, your soul. So we'll talk about all of that on the oh, Mixed pick Sports Show. You
2: know, that makes sense now, because I had skimmed through a story um, of the terribleness that happened at their parade, mm. and uh, oh. but they also, within that, were talking about Brittany Mahomes chiming in saying, "Oh, but you're just a regular quarterback." I'm like, "What is she talking about?" Yeah, why, why and did he, she he say that.
0: Those so, two are okay. two of the most unfunny people <laughs> because he used the same line at the parade before the shooting, oh, and, and, and so you can tell they like rehearsed it. Oh, <laughs> okay.
2: Patrick, here's what you do tomorrow at the parade.
0: I, I sarcastically say, "Well, I'm just a regular quarterback." <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Okay. Give me some more milk. <laughs> Um, yeah, and by the way, we, that's something Steve and I will not be covering uh, is the the shooting because that's not the show that we do. Steve and I do sports. It's supposed to be an escape. It's supposed to be. It's just sad. Something that you you can distract yourself from, uh, and so we, we're not going to dive into it. It was so nauseating watching ESPN yesterday. Not stay in their lane. Of course, they have to acknowledge uh, the the mass shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs celebration parade yesterday. They didn't need to wall-to-wall coverage it for hours on end, preempting all of their regular shows, so that I could sit there and listen to a bunch of former athletes and talking heads on a sports network lecture me about guns and oh. mental health oh. and 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 rights and my God, it, it's bad enough you get it everywhere else. ESPN needs to stay in their lane. All right, we also got this email uh, from um, uh, No Name.
2: Hey, No Name. Says,
0: thank you for the laughs yesterday. I love your quizzes. They're always a great time.
2: Oh, they're so fun. Aren't they? I had a blast. No, I of was, course uh, you did. Yeah. yeah
0: I, uh, I was shopping... Uh, and, and had the earbuds in, and I yelled out loud at dawn about hazelnuts in the candy. That was one of the questions in the Valentine's <laughs> Day quiz yesterday about ferro ro ro By the way, Kyle won his second quiz in a row. Damn fruit. Uh, no Name says, people in the big box store thought I was nuts. And as for us, we don't usually celebrate Valentine's Day, but I didn't know the hubby was listening. And when I got home, my favorite candy was here. Aww. So thank you for not only keeping us super entertained, giving us things to talk about, but reminding us that it's the little things that count. I now have my favorite candy to get fat on tonight. Okay. It, it, that's uh, the Ferrero Rocher. I don't know if she, oh, she or he. Okay. I, I assume it's a she because the did, way she, did, she, did, she, she didn't say which one.
2: Did I say hazelnuts? Because I cussed at the TV yesterday because I saw a commercial for it and it was describing it, and it's like, oh, hazelnuts, and I was like. Oh. Damn it! I don't I, recall. I couldn't remember. I'm like, a, now I see the it commercial. It was a similar
1: nut, but it had a weird name like Frank or something. Well, filbert. Like filbert.
0: Thank you. Which is a hazelnut, but, I, but they I are two separate Phil, nuts. I
2: couldn't remember oh. if I said hazelnut or what else did you say, chestnut. Uh, yeah. I don't, Maybe. Know, I don't remember the choices. Maybe. But anyway, I was like, oh sure. Now I see the commercial. <laughs> so uh,
0: yesterday was Valentine's Day. Uh, so a couple follow-up updates. A uh, poll went out and asked people if they've ever been in love with more than one person at the same time. Oh. Now that could be a variety of scenarios. That could be the, the more dark one, right? You're married, you're in love, but then you meet somebody else and you fall for them. And uh, it, could, it could be that. Could be you just got your heart broken, but you're back on the oh. horse hmm. and you're still getting over the okay. person that broke your heart. And now you're like falling hard. And the other problem too is that but, that when we look back on things, a lot of times we go, I wasn't really in love.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: It was in like, <laughs> yeah. or I loved them, but I wasn't in love. Uh, the twenty-seven uh, percent of people said they have been in love with more than one person at the same time. Two-thirds says no, never happened. Another poll asked, "How many people have you been in love with in your lifetime?" There's another one. <laughs> See, so how do you answer that? Do you answer? I thought in the time that I was in love.
2: I think so because I, uh, it, 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 if what I'm in now, which feels like love, it, it's it's something I had never experienced before. So I consider this love. So if I've never experienced this before, does that then make all the other ones not love? That's yeah. Because that's the problem. In the, right? What you just said. Because like in the moment, I thought I loved those people. And maybe you do, but there's so many other things that you're loving the wrong person, or, right? Like it should be this this uh, mutual love you're, you're Maybe
0: you're loving to your capacity at the time. Yeah. Like, like I think a classic example, long-term high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. A lot of us Aww. have that for a year or two. We say we love each other. It's puppy love, right? Most, yeah. Almost all the time looking back, but we think we were in, in love. Because I, yeah. I didn't count my high school sweetheart when I did my number, but now I'm wondering, should I have?
2: I, I like yours better because it accounts for our growth. You can't tell someone, you cannot tell a 17-year-old as much as you want to, you don't know what love is, this is not love. You Because we all were that age. It literally feels like that, and we we will not know it's different until we grow and experience more in life and and that's with anything in life right how we grow
0: i i I don't know if this tracks for everybody obviously not not everybody's um um scenarios experiences thank you that's the word um track identically but but which with each one my number was five because now that i counted the the high school sweetheart it was four first now i'm counting it yeah with each experience of being quote unquote in love it was deeper it was better yeah. It was stronger leading up to the the, the love I have oh. now for my wife. So yeah. that's how it should be, I would think. See, I'm looking at love as that warm, fuzzy feeling you
1: get. That's like your initial spark of love. But then love's also like a plant or a tree. You got to maintain it to a certain degree. And you have to make sure it, it, it's kept up well. Like with with your other person, it's a team effort almost. And if you're not watering that plant or you're picking off branches in a
0: certain sense and making it worse, then it falls apart. Which is so, but well, so the first spark is infatuation. Then it's love. And then are are you in love? And the, I I don't believe that for the question they're they're asking. Have you been in love in a mutually loving relationship where you're both trying? It's just where was your heart? Was your heart somewhere where you were in love with that person? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I see that. So you're talking like loving two people
1: at once. That was the first one. Yeah. Well, well,
2: and you saying, um, yeah, that that you both are loving each other, but to uh, comment on on just something uh, that I heard Kyle say is. But not not always, if, if, especially if it's long term. If you've been with someone for a really long time, sometimes one of you is holding things up more than the other mm-hmm. because the other person has some, they can't give as much as you are right now because they've got other things that they're dealing with and you're supporting them in that, but you're definitely giving more to keep this thing watered. And you're still in love and so you're are you still they. in love and so yeah. are they. They yeah. just don't have it. Yeah.
3: I, I think that love can happen a lot easier than being in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I am picking up I'm picking pieces from everything that every, everything that's been said so far. I think that we only have know how to love as far as our capacity allows at the time because I my number would be a little bit high because I tend to fall hard <laughs> when I fall. So oh, when oh. that happens I did. I never really experienced true love, quote quote, until I met my current fiance, and I, it's just never anything that I've ever experienced before. So everything prior to that seems like it's like almost meaningless. But I wouldn't know what love is now had I not experienced that love previously.
0: So did your is your number go over
3: five? I mean, probably because I, I would, I, I I would really attract to my partner and I would fall hard and it, but it wouldn't be met the same mm-hmm. way, I think. Yeah. And I think it could, could be said the other way around too, because we're all humans and we're not meeting each other where we're at at the time. Um, but yeah, I think my number would be higher just because, you know, including like high school sweethearts yeah. all the way up until I am now through 37. Uh, but everything before that is what led me to where I am now. And that's what I know to be true
0: love. 10% of people had the same answer I did Love in love. Uh, I'm sorry. Nope. That's wrong. 20% said five. 10% had Brandon's answer of been in love more than five times.
2: Uh, you know, I would agree with with Brandon. It's, it's a similar experience in that uh, before my husband, before, even before, okay, so a little bit before my husband, when I had healed that part of me that, you know, just wanted love to be loved and just to not be alone and didn't have a lot of self-worth or self-love for myself... Um, before that...
0: Self-love for yourself, huh? Yeah,
2: right. No, right. Just in case you didn't understand.
0: Um, <laughs> I like self-love.
2: It was all about... Not that kind. Every <laughs> single guy who was my boyfriend, I loved him. Because I was looking for that, and I was looking for a husband. It was, it was always before. Like, get married, have kids. Get married, have kids. So it was all under that guise. And so I, I don't even know. I'd have to figure out how many boyfriends that I have, and that's who I said I loved. <laughs> and then when I went and did the work... It was so strange. Because then every guy I dated after that before my husband, I didn't fall in love with him. They mm-hmm. were just a date that I was getting to know. Uh, not for me, you yep. know, and then true love with my husband. The
0: most common answer with how many people have you been in love with in your lifetime was two, said by 25%. Also, not surprisingly, major retailers report that the majority of Valentine's Day sales happened yesterday on Valentine's Day oh. because men wait until the last yeah. minute. There we go. Um, also, we did the big dating survey yesterday from Match.com about trends and such. Another one came out yesterday saying that Jen's Gen Zers are struggling to meet dating candidates of the opposite sex who accept their political views. The most polarized people for all of these stories we've had since 2016, when people started breaking up with one another, ending marriages because you voted for Trump? What? You voted for Hillary? It continues, but it's Gen Z that is most challenged with this. Gen Zers are attempting to wade into the dating pool, which is full of highly politicized potential matches. One 25-year-old grad student in Washington, D.C., who claims he's a traditional conservative, says he masks his political identity entirely before and during dates to try to figure out what's going on. So he he keeps it scrubbed so he can figure out, will she accept any of my views? Well, because what he's saying is, if I just put on my profile, I'm politically conservative or something like that, they won't even go out with him. Because the recent report illustrates the political divide between the genders. Young Gen Z women are more liberal and moving further left every day while young men have ticked sharply conservative in the last half decade. And women especially refuse to date across party lines. The majority of young women, almost two-thirds, say they will not date a man who listens to Joe Rogan's podcast. And, And Rogan would be in that category of Bill Maher, John Stewart type people. Remember, Rogan at one time endorsed Bernie Sanders for president, but he's had the audacity to speak out against Joe Biden and other conservative things over the last few years as well. I'm sorry, other uh, uh, liberal things. Uh, another a 25-year-old grad student, dif- different one, says he, quote, pretends he's woke because a guy's got to get laid. And, uh. quote, women, on the other hand, project their politics openly and radically. One young woman said, I do the, this on the very first date. I make sure we're on the same page that COVID is real, mask up and vax, anti-capitalism, universal basic income and health care, trans rights, and socialism. The whole thing, those those are the things you have to have as a man to date her. Uh, And the report says it's a trend that shows no signs of slowing down as the divide continues to split young daters.
3: How exhausting, honestly, like if you, obviously this is a compatibility thing, but if you are really allowing yourself to be consumed by the vacuum of whatever your political slant is, What else do you have? Like, so when you date somebody who's as politically charged as you are, what else do you talk about? And why is that like the headline of what you're going? Shouldn't that be something that's like slowly introduced throughout the relationship and like maybe get to know each other as a person? Or is that that political value that important? to these
0: people. This is what's interesting about the compatibility test. It's not only. I am so radically into political opinions. That's the first here. Oh, and you have to be as radically into political opinions as I am. Oh, and you have to agree with all of my radically political opinions. It, exhausting, I think, is, is almost too mild of a term.
2: The other thing is I I think that they would hear us say, you're so tied to this. And to them, it's like, what do you mean? I'm tied to my life and my values it literally becomes who they are. And I think if, if if anyone who falls on those sides is listening right now, there was a time, I, I, I remember, in the 90s dating. I didn't know what you thought politically. No one talked about it. Nobody said, are you a Democrat or Republican or quizzed each other? It was getting to know the person. That's it. And maybe along the way you'd figure out, I mean, okay, you think differently about that than I do. Oh well, you have all these other characteristics. But for them, if you think something differently than them, then your characteristics can't be good. I think that's it's it's so strange.
0: There, there, there is more intense in terms of the 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 caring about the subjects and demanding that people agree with you than it ever has been. It's it's and, and I mean, as as young people, we all get attached to something. And think that we're changing the world. I've told the story a million times after the Exxon Valdez crash. I would not go to, who, who was that, Chevron? Yeah,
2: yeah, what, wasn't it? I forget. I, Exxon? Exxon, yeah, yes. Exxon. Exxon. I would yeah. not go to yeah. an Exxon gas oh. station.
0: I'm going to run them out of business, not realizing that one has nothing to do with it. You yeah. do stupid things like that on a subject, maybe. Abortion was always a big one. But this whole right down the line, you better be all left or all right thing is is absolutely a recent phenomenon.
1: Yeah, it's kind of Discussing in a sense that you know people feel they have to lie about who they are just to just to hook up with somebody else just so they match with them in a sense and political climates change all the time is it going to be like this forever. Are you always going to have these views? Because like Don was saying, in the 90s, no one knew. And that was 30 years ago. So another 10, 15, 20, 30 years, are people going to have the same views? Are we going to still have the same issues?
0: Well, no, and no. Uh, but, you know, the other thing you, you remind me of is all this stuff is cyclical. This is late 60s stuff mm-hmm. right before the riots at the Democratic Party, the Vietnam War is going on. It was the same same thing. It was, it was, you better be make love, not war, or you better be America is the nation's or the world's policeman. And you, if you don't, if you aren't, no, I'm not going near you. So now here we are, what, 50 years later doing it all again.
2: It, it, it I don't know what the word is for this. So it's like, okay, if you're someone, whatever, who's just dead on, uh, on the left or the right, whichever one it is, you're, you're not getting to know the person Like, you're just happy that they have the same views, but they could be a liar. Their character could be rotten. Like, we used to want to know those things. How are you living your day-to-day life? How do you treat your family? How do you treat yourself? How do you treat others? How do you treat animals? How do you – what's your work ethic? Like, you you know, what are your long-term goals? If you want children, how do you raise them? And and you know what? The answer to all this for them is politics. Well, how would I raise them? Well, on one side, well, of course, they'd be homeschooled. On the other side, it's like, well, they're going to do anything and everything and read inappropriate books at age seven, right? Like, it, it's so strange now. Like, I, I to me, it seems impossible and hard, but if that's the norm to them, okay.
0: Uh, they uh, interviewed, uh, what is this, uh, 2,300 registered voters between the ages of 18 and 29 years old, Gen Zers, and they at, they gave them a list and they asked them to name their red flags when it comes to dating, meaning that's it, I'm out. Number one answer for both men and women was if they identify as a MAGA Republican, a Trumpster, no chance that I date them. 76% of women, 69% of men. The other one that both genders agreed on, the only other one, by the way, at the same level, was red flag, 66% for women and 60% for men if they have no hobbies. You're describing yourself if you're that into politics. That is your hobby.
2: (laughs) Without giving any – I'm not putting any names out there because – because of what we're talking about, the climate that we're in. But my, my niece, Queenie, who used to be on the show, and she is just a person, but, you know, she is trans female and shared that. There are some folks that embraced her, and she never thought they wouldn't. But what you're reading, those these people would just write them off. Um, cattle ranchers, very conservative, Trump flag flying um, on the way into their ranch. They love Queenie. They love her. They embrace her. They don't even look at They just look at her as a person. But you've already written them off because you're going to drive by. You're going to see a Trump flag if you travel that far out you know, into the middle of nowhere. And you're going to think whatever it is you're going to think of them. And I just the, the the experiences and the relationships that we are keeping ourselves from. It is what's really sad to me is you can meet some really good people who you automatically just think are going to be rotten because of whatever flag it is they're flying outside their house.
0: So young men and women agree uh, we're not dating you if you're MAGA uh, even though young men are trending more conservative and we're not dating you if you have no hobbies. Then it gets broken down for women. The, uh, the five biggest red flags, uh, they will not date you if they're a Gen Zer, if you say that all lives matter as opposed to black lives matter. They will not date you if you believe there are only two genders. Uh, that's 58%. 54% of uh, young women will not date you if you identify as conservative. 53% will not consider dating you if you refuse to see the Barbie movie.
1: What Hey
0: man, I'm just reading them And 50% of uh, young women Will not date you if you say you don't care About politics As for young men 41% will not date a, a fellow Gen Z woman If she says she's into astrology Remember the young men are trending more conservative No star magic uh, Second oh, on the list, man. they won't date you If you identify as liberal And third on the list for men is they won't date you If you watch reality dating shows Notice how the women's list is much more deep. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, okay, I don't, yeah, yeah, your astrology and dating shows, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out with yeah,
1: and you. And half the men are putting that aside anyways until after a few
0: dates. Exactly. <laughs> we got the guys admitting, oh, I'm lying to get laid.
2: And I don't know if it speaks to all these guys that are leaning more to, to the right that way, but there are uh, a, a few kiddos in our family that are of that age range, and they are literally looking for a woman. Who wants to bear their children and stay at home and homeschool. Same problem. That's that's the life they want.
0: Missing out on so much. Um, Alec wrote in and said, and people wonder why I choose to stay single. It ain't worth it. (laughs) Learn to love yourself and just be happy alone. Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn. The Rob,
3: Anybody. anybody, and Dawn Show.